This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 180 is going to be from Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 through 37. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 through 37 read, Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the, the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. An evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. Teaching is very important. Teaching people about God is one of the most important things that we can do in this world. And therefore, when the Holy Spirit inspired the word to be written, he was telling us how to be approved of by God. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible says, But study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Through study, through giving diligence to God, we show ourselves approved of by God. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, the Bible says, All Scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. The Word of God is the only thing that is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, and it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so if we do not believe the Word of God, then we are not going to have the power of God unto salvation, Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. These Pharisees were speaking bad about the Holy Spirit, and thus they were speaking bad about the word that the Holy Spirit gave. And if you're going to speak bad about the word that the Holy Spirit gave, and you're not going to repent of it, According to Luke chapter 13, 3 and 5, I tell you, nay, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish and accept the word of God. As long as you do not accept the word of God, which builds faith in our lives, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, you cannot be saved because one cannot be saved without faith. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please God for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so these Pharisees, they were speaking bad about the only thing that would have the power of God unto salvation. And as long as they refused to repent of it, 
to build faith in their lives through the Word of God, they could not be saved. And thus, Jesus would warn them about speaking idle words. Don't speak things that are dangerous. False teaching is one of the most dangerous things that we can speak to people. And we're going to give an account of every idle word we speak in the Day of Judgment. And so these Pharisees, they were speaking bad about things which they did not understand. We've got to be very, very careful about this. In, Mark, in Matthew chapter 12, verses 36 and 37, it says, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the Day of Judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Looking at Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 20, the Bible says, But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. And how we teach people and what we say in this world is very important. In Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 20, notice this prophet was not speaking what God had commanded him to speak, or he was speaking what other gods had said to speak. And God said, that prophet shall die. How important was speaking right things to God? It was very important. It was very important to God that Ezekiel would tell the people everything that God had told him in Ezekiel chapter 3 verses 17 through 21. Matter of fact, God told Ezekiel that if he didn't speak what he was commanded to speak and be the watchman to the house of Israel, then blood would be required at his hand. Paul would later in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 20, tell us that he was pure of the blood of all men, for he did not shun to declare the whole counsel of God. As teachers of God's word, we have to make sure that we're teaching everything that God wants to taught. We need to make sure that we're teaching exactly the way that he wants it taught, because God inspired the word to be written. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. In Galatians chapter 1, the people in Galatia, they were changing the word of God. And in verses 6 through 10, God tells them that they're going to be accursed for doing so, because not even an angel from heaven has that right, nor the apostles. The apostles were to speak only those things that God wanted us to know, and thus they did not have a right to change the word of God, neither did an angel from heaven. But yet men in Galatians chapter 1 were changing the word of God. They were making it idle words that had no power to save. That's why Matthew chapter 12, verses 36 and 37 are so important. The Spirit inspired the Word to be written. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Nothing else is. If we change it, then we're worshiping God in vain. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9, In vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. And as long as it stays in that changed condition, it does not have the power of God unto salvation. It does not build faith in our lives, and thus it's impossible to be pleasing to God. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. And false teaching is about as idle 
as it can get. We need to make sure that we're teaching exactly what God wants us to teach because that is the only way that we are going to be able to save people from the wrath of God and going to hell or being accursed. In Deuteronomy chapter 18 and verse 20, that's what was going on here. The prophet was not telling them what God wanted them to know. And thus, that prophet was going to die. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. In Psalm chapter 34, verses 11 through 18, it says, Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days, that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Speak peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves such as have a contrite spirit. And so notice what it says here, that we need to keep our tongue from evil, and our lips from speaking deceit. False teaching is deceiving people, and we need to keep our tongue from evil. Now, there are other ways that we can say idle words. Idle words are anything that does not bring grace to the hearers. And so when we're speaking things that are not right in God's eyes, we're sinning. And we need to keep our lips from this deceit. And we need to depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The only way that we can seek peace and pursue it is to pursue what God wants for our lives. Notice, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. Psalm 34 and verse 15. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. In the day of judgment, when God comes back to judge the world, and he separates the sheep from the goats, those are going to be cut off. Even the remembrance of them is going to be gone. And so we need to be a people that remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment, especially those idle words that are being taught in false teaching. In Romans chapter 14, verses 11 through 13, it says, For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another any more." but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a curse or a cause to fall in our brother's way. We need to remember that each one of us is going to have a, to give an account to God of everything that we've done in our lives, of everything that we have not repented of in our lives, of every idle word that we've spoken we're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account. Notice 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9-11. through 11. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. 
For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your conscience. We all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. In Luke chapter 13, 3 and 5, I tell you no, unless you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Idle words are going to condemn us if we have not repented of them. And we need to make sure that we're not ignorant of the idle words that we're speaking. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, for he's appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. We need to make sure that we know what we're teaching. And the only way that we can know what we're teaching is to build the faith in us first, to study God's word, and to know it, to be able to rightly divide it and not be babes in Christ. And so we need to make sure, before we are standing before the judgment seat of Christ, that we're right with him. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 16, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of, unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by whatever joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Notice what we are to be speaking today. We are to be speaking the truth in love. This is what needs to be the majority of what's coming out of our mouth. Because if we go down to verse 29, it says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Everything that comes out of our mouth needs to impart grace to the hearers. There needs to be no corrupt word, either false talking, coarse jesting, or curse words coming out of our mouth. Because we're going to give an account of that in the day of judgment. As disciples of Christ, we need to remember that we will give an account of every idle word in the day of judgment. In Matthew chapter 12, verses 31 through 37, these Pharisees did not understand that, and they were speaking bad about the Holy Spirit. And God warned them that they would give an account of every idle word because the Holy Spirit inspired the word to be written. If we don't believe the word of God, then what's going to save us? So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.
We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Wave Media by visiting our website, BibleWaveMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.